I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. The uh, topic of Tim. Thank you, Brandy. The topic of our podcast today is the Vampire of Sacramento, serial killer Richard T. Chase. So, this uh, psycho um, killed six people uh, in one month back in January of 1978. Uh, And uh, he had a long history of strange behavior, and we're going to get into all of that. Uh, but first, before we do, let me introduce our panel. I would like to introduce a lady of, um, you know, who is uh, seen uh, as uh, very virtuous. Virtuous, wouldn't you say so, uh, Colonel? I do not think virtuous is a word I would use to describe her, no. Uh, a, a lady who is uh, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, Pilt-popping, penis-loving, Satan's dirty little secret, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm well, Timmy. How are you? I am well. Are Why do you, you sound so damn chipper? Why I don't I, know. You have not been introduced yet. Yeah. She's on pain med. She's on pain medication. Over I wish there. I was on pain medication. Are you intoxicated, devil? I can neither confirm. I plead the fifth. Well, I, you know, I would, uh, you know, I would be disappointed if you were, because you know, the quality of our podcast may suffer if you're impaired. I don't know how to quality. Well, I don't. Of first of all, I don't yeah. know how that can happen because I've been drunk for almost every one of these. So, hmm. but Timmy, we're going to have to start drug testing, Colonel. I think we are. We're here peeing this cup, Colonel. I will not. Or yeah, I'm not peeing. In, <laughs> no, I'm not peeing unless you get stung by a jellyfish. I don't, I'm not peeing on anything in anything. Okay, do you have anything uh, important to say before I move on to the star of the program? You already introduced me. Uh-huh. Do you have anything important to say? <laughs> so fucking mean. People like him. I can't help it. They like him better than you. That's mean, too. I'm fucking sorry. Twat. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Why do we I need that shit? There, now, there are people, in fairness, there are people on Team Brandy. I mean, there Yeah, are there's also people that like leukemia, but there's not <laughs> that many of them. I don't... <laughs> There's some people that like genital warts because they, right. you know, they're like little speed Wait a minute. We need to rag on him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, know, your, know your role. What, uh, what do you, uh, give me your thoughts for the day so we can get this thing rolling. Well, so my thoughts for the day was all these people are trying to guess my middle name. Yes. We said and in our last podcast yes. that um, if someone would guess your middle name, which starts with a V and it's five letters. Did we offer a prize? Uh, a shout out, I think, is what we offered. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, 
you can priceless. Yeah, right. it's, it's yeah, gold, you can actually. take that to the bank, would you? Mm. Well, uh, you know, it's leave just, that uh, to your uh, grandchildren. It's been funny because I mean, a lot of people are guessing, and now at this point, they're just finding V words and looking it up. Yeah, Volva is not it. So let me just put everybody's I mind thought, at ease. I there. Volva. I wasn't that sure it was going to be Volva. I do thought you, it was Volva. Do you? I don't know why you would think that. We will get into the. Velveeta. Vagina mask. So at the end of the podcast, you will reveal your middle name. At the end? Yes. God, you're kind of mean. Well, I think that'll keep people listening because I don't think anything else we say will. Did you see the, <laughs> vagina, did you see the vagina mask? I haven't been introduced. I can't talk. Okay. So let me also introduce the third member of our panel, a man of... Uh, uh, Singular. Uh, renown. Uh, Singular uh, taste. Uh, a man who is a man of God. Who loves loves all creatures? All creatures, large and small. Uh, Not even true. A, one of the uh, most respected uh, men in podcasting today. Not even the most respected man in this room. <laughs> the very honorable, the Reverend <laughs> Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters the Third, affectionately known as a Southern gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Couldn't be better, Timmy. How am I not getting introduced as Reverend? Hmm? I don't get introduced as because Reverend. Because you, you know what? You I have, have not seen your credentials. You have not. You, I have credentials. When you start leading your flock to the Lord, that's when you get introduced as Reverend. You I got the first church of the, the Lady Day Colonel, and I have, I have, I have followers. I have people in the church that have found. The strength and the, and the joy of Jesus through the reverend. They can't see you. And every time you. we get a uh, comment on iTunes or a comment or someone new to the History Reads, the podcast Facebook group, which you should join, by the way, if you haven't already, <laughs> they always mention they're on Team Colonel. Oh, I love the Colonel. Colonel is. They just uh, don't know better. Well, because they know the Colonel's just, the Colonel exudes love. Acceptance. <laughs> so, yeah, I see. I see it more like they think of you like as a retarded nephew, the or that crazy <laughs> uncle that goes that goes out with his robe open all the time and sits on the porch. Yeah, you're that what, guy. What was the, what did the last guy do? The uh, the last our last podcast, he mowed the lawn in his uh, boxers. boxers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is without. Boxers. I don't see him that in bathroom on nothing else on the porch. Charles Albright, he he mowed his lawn with wearing just boxers. I can see him doing that. Chuck doing that. I'm sure he does. You know, do we got to answer that question. Can, has any, anyone figured out who was the son of a bitch who kept getting hit by a car? I don't remember. Um, I remember that, time, but I don't remember who I it was. I think it was. See, I think I, I went back and looked at the scripts, mm-hmm. and I think it was different people. I don't think it was just. No, there was one guy that kept one guy got on hit, his head. One guy got hit. <laughs> Well, yeah. Because we made fun of you for getting hit by a car. Well, one guy got hit by a... Uh, one guy got... It's not funny. Timmy one, actually hit a car. He didn't get hit by a car. One guy he got... ran into a movie car. One guy got hit by a streetcar. <laughs> was it named Desire? I think I made that joke too. I think you did too. It you was, know, this is... I'll make this a brief remember. one, but this yes, brings to mind... Um, uh-huh. Yeah, no, you won't. My mother was... My mother, God rest her soul. Because she's dead. She is. She dead. got, she got the soul. cancer. She got the consumption. She <laughs> got uh, cancer, didn't she? Well, it consumed you, so it's well, a consumption. So it's like yeah, that. It's not. TV. It's like that, but it's different. Yeah. But she there was did not a wo- get tuberculosis. There was a woman at my mom's work, and my mother worked the same place for forty-five years. All right. Okay. okay. Isn't that how long? We is there a point years. to this story? Yeah, it, it just made me think of this it's with the car. Tie it all in. She. Uh, she was calling me one day, and she was telling me about this woman who was who was going to Paris. That were a co-worker, Paris, France, yeah. Ohio. 
and how she and was plane. kind of rubbing it and rubbing it in everybody's nose that she was right. going to Paris, you know, because my Perry. mom didn't make a lot of money. And Gay I, Perry. Um, wee oui, wee. Oui. My mother did not make a lot of money, so this woman was, you know, like rubbing it in her face. And this, uh, my mom was a twisted little woman. Mm. So my mother calls me one day, and I cannot, I think my, something's wrong with my mother, that something bad has happened. Because she is laughing so hard that she cannot get the words out of her mouth. So why was she laughing? Well, finally, she tells me the story about how when they landed in <coughs> Paris, they went to go see <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. Yes. Except her and her husband, whilst she was standing on the street corner, the woman had a stroke hmm. from which she may or may not have recovered, but she was unfortunate enough to fall into the street and have a car run her over. <laughs> she That's had horrible. What a poor woman. <laughs> my mom felt what like... What a poor woman. Well, my mother felt like the woman had it coming because she taunted everybody about her trip to Paris. But that's the kind of woman my mother was. Because you imagine having that but kind you're of luck. Sitting there laughing. You have a stroke. I mean, you have a stroke. Maybe they can fix you. Maybe you can't. But the one thing that happens to you is you fall forward right in front of a car, and it runs completely over the top of you. It kills you. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that killer woman. Oh, yeah, it killed her. <laughs> She's overseas. They're visiting a new place. Yeah, Probably her dream they, vacation. And, you know, they cost a lot of money to send a corpse back. Oh, oh, it. You know, you can fly a body first class cheaper than you oh, yeah. can get a corpse yeah. back. Mm-hmm. It's uh, they have to put it in a refrigerator. You know. Yeah, because it would start to stink. It's like tie you to the wing or something. <laughs> yeah, that'd keep you cold. All right, uh, let's uh, move on. Uh, let's get into Dastardly D. Let's get into Richard T. Chase, oh, the Vampire of Sacramento. Before I do, though, yeah. I would like to thank our sponsors for today. Um, 3M. Who um, Michelin generously contribute to us on uh, Patreon. That's Alicia, Chip, Cindy Lou, Andrew, Bridget, and Jahara, thank you all very much. If you would like to help us out and contribute to the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash historydweebs. And we don't ask for a lot, do we, Colonel? We do not ask for a lot. Just a wee bit. Just a, Just wee, a wee bit. bit. And, and I had somebody ask we're, me a I question. I mean, we're talking a dollar, two dollars, yeah. whatever you can afford. Bristol Myers actually you, should. But I had somebody us. ask me... Um, if they us. if they uh, were to sponsor us for just a dollar or so a month, would they be guaranteed to shout out every uh, show as a sponsor? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm certain you wouldn't. And in this, he said, you know what? I'm sure the devil would try to stop it. And I said, no. Why would he say that? Because it was Rutabaga. Oh. He wanted to sponsor okay. us. He wanted to go on Patreon. So in your head, Rudy Baker, yeah. you and Rudy were your having dog. this whole conversation. Yeah. Actually, dogs dog. can talk. They're really? from the low. Easy sign of Sam. Well, <laughs> well, keep that in mind as we talk about Richard T. Chase. Okay. The vampire of Sacramento. Sacramento, Let's hear about his the capital deeds. of California. Okay. Let's, let's talk about Richard Chase. So Richard, Richard Trenton Chase. That's a stupid middle name. Well, well wait till people balls. find out about yeah, your middle name. Yeah, it's be my good. dead grandma's name. <laughs> I don't care. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's a lovely French name. Richard T. Chase. 
was an American serial killer. Okay. Well, I don't know if he he was a... I guess he could be a serial killer or a spree killer because he killed people all in a short period of time. Um, He killed six people in a span of one month in January of 1978. I was 17 years old. That's a busy man right there. I was four. It was a big month for him, yeah, no doubt. That was the year of the blizzard here, Timmy. He earned the name, the nickname, the Vampire of Sacramento because he drank the blood of his victims and ate their internal organs. You've given away that whole story. He did this as part of a delusion that he needed to prevent Nazis from turning his blood into powder via poison that they had planted beneath his soap dish. Is it an illusion, though? Those son of a bitches. You have to watch beneath your soap dish, Colonel. Well, you know what? Nazis are capable. That's why you need, uh, like, hand sanitizer instead of regular soap, because the fucking Nazis will put... Poisonous powder in your soap dish. Well, I use uh, at home. I use a scrunchie, uh, one of those little scrunchie things, and, and then For the body hair. wash. Yeah. You know, and scrub up. I find it gets the nooks and crannies better than a bar of soap. Thank you for sharing that, Colonel. Mm-hmm. So Richard Trenton Chase was born on May twenty third, nineteen fifty, in Santa Clara, California. Santa Clara, where the 49ers play. Yes. Richard grew up in a very strict household where he was verbally abused by his mother and was beaten often by his father. Maybe he had a comment. Maybe. Well, if he didn't then, he sure does later. (laughs) Respect. By the age of 10, he was killing and torturing animals, including cats. I don't know why I put including cats. They're animals. I could just have been just... You're very wordy. Well, you know, the thing is... Samantha, my cat Samantha, she, you know. Who hates you? And she kind of, well, she, she, yeah, she kind of hates me, yeah. Um, I put the name in there just for her, just to give her uh, give her a little shout she, out. I know, just to give her shivers. Ooh. He also frequently wet the bed, and he would set fires. He had a problem with arson, so he, he would, showed all the signs. He would set fires? Uh-huh, set fires. Okay. He showed all the signs of the McDonald Triad. What's the McDonald Triad? It's not a Big Mac fries and shit. That's what I was thinking. No, it is not. It is the three things that alert you. If your children are characteristics, killing the killing the hamster. uh, Is that a euphemism? No, killing the hamster is actually killing the hamster. (laughs) Leaving soil in the sheets um, and and setting your house on fire. Yeah. You got bigger problems yeah, to come in the, the future, probably. Yes, it's the uh, characteristics, behavior characteristics that um, are uh, uh, that identify potential uh, violent tendencies later. If you in life. now, listeners, as a public service, if you do have a child like this, the one thing you can do, and, and it's probably a boy because serial killers turn out to be boys a lot. The one thing you can do is to you have to break the spirit, and the way to break the spirit is to dress them like a girl. <laughs> Yeah, okay. we've learned that time yeah. and time again. Just push him over the fucking edge. Yeah. Just dress him like a girl. All right, so anyway, the triad, as we mentioned, was Nothing first proposed. Like shame. It's called a McDonald triad because the guy, the psychiatrist uh, J.M. McDonald, had come up with this theory back in 1963. Uh, it links cruelty to animals, obsession with fire setting, and persistent bedwetting uh, to. Uh, Past a certain age, I didn't say what age. Too violent behavior. I later, believe it's like fourteen. Later in life, I thought it was fourteen months. Oh. 
And if you're pissing the bed at 14. 14. No, I believe it's 14. And I wonder I'd be setting why, fires and slapping it on myself. <laughs> Just burn the bed when you leave. You can't spend the night at your friend's house. But you know what I never well, got? I, mean, I, I, I can see you're where... You're getting I, a point where you're not even going to be able to pick up women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not... At least overnight. Yeah, well, it depends on the woman. I mean, there's, there's a... Well, and there's it's a, a thing. It's a thing. It depends on thing. how you pick them up, I guess. Or form. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, true. But you know what? I, I mean, that's a, I always found it peculiar the, about the wet in the bed, Timmy. I mean, yeah, because that's like some, more some physiological. Not yeah, because something. plenty of kids wet the bed. Yeah, um, and I don't know how. You're probably really, wetting yourself right now. I well, no, I'm actually I did not because I wet myself before I got in here. I see. Um, Get that all warm and gushy feeling. Yeah, it keeps you warm and tingly down yeah, there. Yeah. Um, the bad part is, you know, you got you get a little pruny after right. a while, but start chafing, <laughs> chafing, yeah. God. But no, I, I didn't have. I had three boys. I didn't have really any bedwetters. Um, oh, that's good. Did you have any arsons? Um, Logan liked to set fire. Well, Logan liked to just do crazy shit. I so. love to set fires. I had this kid in my neighborhood when I was growing up. He would. Um, he would follow a fire trucks around. Every time there was a fire truck, he'd jump on his bike and take off. And uh, later on, as he grew up, um, I guess he got tired of waiting for a fire truck. <laughs> well, he got arrested. He started well, beating some... the fire trucks there. He's a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to make things happen yourself. You can't wait around. Everybody <laughs> says that. Make it happen. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Richard Chase uh, showed all three characteristics uh, in the McDonald triad. He was a bedwetter. He tortured, killed and tortured animals, and he set fires. So uh, he's off to a good start. When uh, Richard was 13, his family started to experience financial problems, and they lost their home. Um, in his early teens, Richard started to abuse drugs and alcohol. Can we call him Dick? No, that's not. And he, uh, he abused drugs, alcohol, and himself. Himself and his his pets apparently. Mm-hmm. Richard struggled in school, getting poor grades, and had difficulty making friends. Um, Richard was caught masturbating during study hall. Sure. Although he received uh, detention for plagiarizing himself, he was teased relentlessly by other students. Yeah. Did you ever well, uh, plagiarize yourself very... in the study hall? In I, I am pleasuring myself right now, Timmy. Gross. Okay. Although he had a uh, few girlfriends, n- he was unable to maintain a steady relationship with any of them, partly due to his inability to achieve or maintain an erection. What? Also, Chuck's problem. And what was he? Well, how, why was he masturbating? Well, is he hitting himself with a floppy? He maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, a floppy all day. No, he was unable to become aroused in the presence of females. Oh, he's Raj. Mm-hmm. Can't talk to girls. <laughs> Upon con- uh, consulting a psychiatrist, Richard was told that the root of his problems was either repressed rage or mental illness. I'm going with D. I don't know. D. Repressed rage. All right. He, so he had the shy pepper. I don't know. He couldn't get he couldn't get wood when he was around women. Or maybe he was gay. No, he wasn't gay. Stupid. He did not seek any further treatment after that diagnosis. So his doctor says you're either pissed off or you're nuts. And he did not like 
those options. It would be later determined that Richard had an aversion to conventional sex and could only achieve arousal and orgasm through violence or disturbing acts such as killing animals or necrophilia. So he liked the dead meat, Colonel. Well, a, you know, it's easier to position the dead meat. No, and they don't put up, yeah, they don't put up such a... They don't, <laughs> yak, 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 you yeah. ain't got to cuddle with them. No, you don't have to spoon. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. tell them you love them. You don't have to slip them 50 bucks. And you can wait till sports soon is over. You can't. You can. Aren't their jaws stiff, though? Hmm? Aren't their jaws kind of stiff? Well, you get people with TMJ, they got the stiff jaws, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. At age 15, uh, Richard was arrested for possession of marijuana. Not the marijuana. A gateway drug. Not the, I thought that was Percocet. Well, Percocet's a gateway drug to marijuana, so maybe he's already... Yeah. He may want to oh, wait. I didn't realize that... Yeah, Percocet. you start with opium, and it oh, leads it to yeah. cannabis. Yeah. Got to be careful. You start with opium, yeah. and it leads to cannabis? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is that based on your own research? It's or? based upon uh, women I have dated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet they called him Little Dicky. They might have. They had to. Have. Richard attended Mira Loma High School, good old L- MLHS. Yes. And he obtained grades of C's, D's, and F's. Not an overachiever. No, he was just, you know, kind of middle of the road. Well, he was barely he would have been achiever. studying instead of beating a bishop in study hall. He might have got a, uh, a C uh, now and Catching again. cats on fire. Yeah. Beating the bishop. But, uh, <laughs> but he, did, he did complete his high school, complete high school and got a diploma in 1968. I don't know, this dude was never, he never served in the military and the draft was going on then. They must have just said okay. Well, probably because we well, Shit ain't that bad in Vietnam, buddy. We don't need you that bad. <laughs> he went down to the draft board with a dick in his hand. <laughs> they started talking about killing people. He got all stiff. He was like, sign me up. Uh, God. That, catching a cat on fire. And that guy from, um, this guy was on Sons of Anarchy that would just randomly start masturbating anywhere. <laughs> I did not watch that show. Well, well I mean, that's... It would just start masturbating, like, over anything. It was, what, like a tick. It was like a nervous tick. What, it, you never see these YouTube videos where they shame people for masturbating in public, like, yeah. on a bus and mm-hmm. stuff. They film it, and then they say, you know, what are you doing? That's disgusting. You know what's disgusting? Filming it and putting it on YouTube. It's pretty disgusting, a, What too. I don't really understand is, you know, when you're... You should not... Uh, judge others. Like you should not. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you should not jerk shame. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you should not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, glad I'm trying you, to. I'm you, glad you know, said it. Some people like to have. Some people like sex in public, Timmy. And yes, some people I'm, like sex alone. If you're having it by yourself, you're <laughs> not you're touching like, someone else. If you are in, if you are making love alone. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if you love yourself, you're, yeah. you're you're expressing your love to yourself. Exactly. It's your own damn business. It is. And if you happen to be sitting next to somebody on the subway, yeah, <laughs> you know you can move, get a different seat. Exactly. Or you, you have to be registering as a sex offender. <laughs> yeah, that's. But then that seat's like ruined for life. Well, yeah. I agree. You should clean up after yourself. That, that's and only fair. Don't. Well, yeah. Well, everybody brings wet wipes with them. Yeah. No, they don't. You should bring handy wipes with you. Mm. Not the cereal baiters. They do not. Baby wipes with you just in case, Mm. you know, you have to rub one out. Okay. (laughs) You never know when that's going to (laughs) happen. You never know. And then sometimes, you know, you got to do it when you can. (laughs) Well, yeah, sometimes. It's like like those uh, 
breakfast drinks. Yeah. You know, so on you can do it on the go. Yeah. I mean, to save time. We live in a world, Timmy, where we don't have that much time. You know what? We're busy the Fitbit does not measure masturbation, and it should. Oh, I think it will. If you <laughs> I put think it, it will right if you switch hand. Depends on what hand you, because I, I keep mine on my right hand. Oh, okay. That's how he gets all his steps in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, back to Richard Chase. Uh, you know what? We're going to have to measure that. I wonder how many uh, steps... Masturbating will get you on a Fitbit. Probably depends on how uh, quick, what kind of trigger you got. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. In February of 1971. When he was 21, uh, Richard rented an apartment with some friends of his. He didn't have friends. Uh, uh, So he uh, got a room with some of his friends, and they shared rent. He continued his heavy use of marijuana. And masturbation? Well, I'm assuming he masturbated, yeah. He was, uh, Richard became a, a hypochondriac. Actually, he was a hypochondriac most of his life. He had various conditions from headaches to chest pains. Uh, nothing in here about gallbladder attacks, but, you know. That like our friend. No, that shit's no joke. Uh, apparently, our friend the colonel is kind of uh, well, like our friend. No, he's just, just mine jealous turned because out I to got be muscle attention. spasms. I got attention when I had my gallbladder out, and now he's all wanting the attention. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, in like the. The doctor's notes, it put muscle spasms in quotes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then, and then his little notes just signed the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Chase was a hypochondriac. He was convinced that his heart heart was shrinking. He that's he a, was like uh, like bitch. the Grinch, in like reverse. the Grinch, yeah, the reverse Grinch, yeah. The reverse his, Grinch. His uh, heart was one hundred times too small, or whatever that was. Oh, I like the Grinch. You know, like you like him? Or yeah, I know. I, I really like the Grinch. I don't, no, I don't like it when he becomes a good guy. I like when he was a prick. There was You're something strangely erotic about the bad Grinch. The no, Man, there were some hot hoos and hoos. Oh, yeah. yeah was, you know they're banging all the time because there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. hoos running yeah. around. Well, first of all, there's nothing erotic about the Grinch. What about the hoos? Well, he had this little uh, sadomaxism yeah. thing yeah. going on with his little dog. I, made I love his dog Max. He dresses he up. Yeah, he Max. dressed him up, mm. made him look like a yeah. reindeer. Don't you know he ain't banging him. Max. <laughs> you know he put leather on him. Yeah. You know there was times that dog was strapped, bent over the oh, chair. Yeah, oh. and he rolled down the hill. He put all that big bag on him. That's fucked up. Oh my god! He he was that was one level uh, that was one um, yeah, of the McDonald's tryout triad. Yeah. He, he was uh, torturing his dog. I wonder if he went to bed. I wonder if Poor he caught any Max. of the hooses. Houses on fire. He did. The you know hooses. he did. All the hooses. All the hooses. Yeah. There's a lot in fucking hooses. Those hooses fuck like rabbits. Oh, there you go. All right, back to Richard Chase. The vampire. Yeah, can we get of, off the Who's in Whoville? <laughs> the vampire Sacramento. So he was a. Uh, he thought his heart was shrinking. He was examined numerous times, and doctors could find nothing wrong with him physically. Wow. In May of 1971, when I was 10 years old, 
His roommates asked him, I got a guitar for my 10th birthday, and I never learned to play. In May of 1971, <laughs> his, his roommate... Sidebar. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw out that little insight into my life. Okay. <laughs> right? In 1971, his roommates asked him to move out when they caught him wearing a robe, a bra, and panties, and masturbating on the veranda at 3 in the morning. <laughs> that seems judgmental. That seems... Yeah, that... Well, I think my, the next reason might played um, might played a part in it because he was also four months behind on his rent. And uh, that was May. There it is. That was May. He just moved in in February. So, how was he already four months behind? <laughs> I guess so he, he only been there three anything. months. Yeah, he borrowed <laughs> money from him. He only been there three months, and he was already four months behind. Uh, Richard, however, he stood his ground. He refused to move out. So when he didn't, his roommates were moved out on their own, forcing him to return to his parents' house. I see like a Judge Judy episode on this thing. Mm. Out on the veranda? <laughs> Sometimes the guy just wants to... Do I have stupid written across my forehead? <laughs> Sometimes the guy of work. just wants to feel pretty. I guess. West In Chuck. 1973, Chase moved to Los Angeles to live with his grandmother. Ah, oh, City of Angels. Because his parents had complained and got tired of his odd behavior. He, con- <laughs> he continued to complain. His mom got tired. His mom got tired of his cool back. <laughs> All those stiff socks. <laughs> you know, in that, when you had, that was the 70s, so they had that shag carpeting. Yeah, that, you know yeah, that. that, 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 that you can't get semen out. It was shag like carpet. AstroTurf. Yeah. So in 73, he moved to Los Angeles to live with his grandmother, and he continued to complain of uh, head in, uh, false head energy and other illnesses. He would urinate in her kitchen sink and defecate in her kitchen trash can. Dude, for real, yeah, he needs to go. That's just a poor roommate. Seriously. A few months later, she could not tolerate his behavior any longer, and she sent him back to Sacramento. In 1975, you see, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm just picturing the guy would read his digest sitting on the trash can. <laughs> I mean, couldn't you just walk to the to the bathroom? I mean, why did you have? I to don't do- think that was the point. I think no. that was the point was he wanted to be an asswipe. Well, it gets weirder. In '73, he uh, okay. So a few months after that happened, after he moved out of his grandmother, or a few months after that, he defecated in her kitchen trash can. She kicked him out. He went back to San Francisco or Sacramento. In 1975, he was involuntarily committed to a mental institution after being taken to a hospital for blood poisoning, which he contracted after injecting rabbit's blood into his veins. Yes. He was testing out the old rabbit blood in my vein mm. uh, approach. He was to, he was just trying to run faster. I guess. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I don't know. Rabbit or rat? Rabbit. Oh, rabbit. Gross. Was he trying to see if he was pregnant? I don't know. Isn't that what you do? Isn't that what they used to do to see? Yeah, if they used pregnant? it as the rabbit died. They, yeah. they had to do some sort of test on the rabbit. They, if the rabbit died, you were pregnant, or if the rabbit, I yep. can't remember. Yeah, fucking rabbits. Right. Chase escaped from the hospital and went home to his mother. He was apprehended and sent back to the institution for the criminally insane, where he shared his fantasies about killing rabbits with the uh, institutional staff. That's sure. That's exactly what you should do. 
He was once found with blood smeared on his around his mouth. Hospital staff discovered that he had captured two birds through the bars in his bedroom window, with one, s- snapped one their stone. heads, and sucked out their blood. You know, he used one stone. stone. He got. He was the first Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know, wow. but you talk about some. He's ang- on the crazy train. He was like Angry Bird. <laughs> yeah. He was playing Angry Birds. Yeah. Among the staff at the hospital, they started referring to Richard as Dracula. And nutball Magoo. Why didn't they call him Dickula? I don't know. Dickula. After undergoing a battery of treatments. After undergoing a battery of treatments involving psychotropic drugs, Chase was deemed no longer a danger to society. Sure. Because, I mean, just sucking out the He birds. was a danger what? to the fowl and uh, to the yeah, to Well, the because birds. nobody that leaves. Fish, fowl, and vermin. Nobody that leaves the crazy farm forgets to take their meds ever. Ever, yeah. In 1976, he was released into uh, released to his parents, uh, and her, his mother decided that her son no longer needed anti schizophrenic medication, and he had been described and tried to wean him off of it. After his release, his parents set him up with his own apartment. So this is going to go well. Oh, yeah. Alone in his new apartment, Chase began to capture, kill, and disembowel various animals. Uh, and, he, and then he would devour them raw. So, you know, he liked his meat. Oh, he, he, was he, he liked the rare. He liked the rare. He liked the rare. With the feathers still on him. He's going to get E. coli. He then began to put the remains of the animals he killed into a blender in order to make smoothies. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> you never get some crazy diet you or You never something? have a pigeon smoothie? Let me tell you what. <laughs> no, let me tell you what. Here's the thing. Have you seen people that, like... Like, one of my doctors asked me if I wanted to get the stuff that his friend made, where it's basically a whole meal, like, blended into a smoothie. So, like, uh, chicken and mashed potatoes, and all I'm uh, thinking is, no, but since you're going to operate on me, sure, I'll try it, you know, because I don't want to no, tell him no. You don't want to insult him, man. Right, but have you seen those people that, like, throw all oh, kinds yeah, of yeah, shit yeah, in yeah. the blender, and they blend yeah. What is that? No. It's well, it tastes like chocolate, strawberry. I, you know what? I do nut. not even like to let my corn touch my mashed potatoes. Oh, you like a military plate. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do not agree with uh, yeah, I, food items touching. I don't like food, food items. items touching, and here's how OCD Jimmy, I am. I'm shocked about that for me. Here's how OCD I am. I have to go, I have to take a bite of everything in order. Take now, see, I, I, oh, I do the opposite. If we're having, if we're having, the other night we have fish, uh, she made some fish, broccoli, carrots, and uh, a salad. So I, huh? <laughs> Nothing. So I, I had to eat the salad, then I ate the carrots, then like, I ate the broccoli, then mm-hmm. I ate the fish. See, now I take one bite of each. No, I have, to eat, I have then... to eat everything um, in, in... One at a time. My ex used to time. kill me because she'd eat her old meal, and then she'd drink tea or whatever. And I'm like... Why didn't you take a drink in between? You know, why do you wait? Like, Maybe she didn't want to. Well, it disturbed me. Well, you know, <laughs> she's she's eating. So. And that's why I'm single. Okay. I don't think that's why you're single. <laughs> no, I think well, that's one of the reasons he's Yeah, single. my OCD. Okay, so anyway, back to uh, Richard Chase. At the same time he was making these uh, pigeon smoothies... Oh. Uh, he developed a fascination for firearms. <laughs> that, <laughs> that can't go bad. <laughs> what could go wrong there? Uh, he purchased several handguns, uh, and he began to practice obsessively. He became fascinated uh, by the crimes of the Hillside Strangler, 
And he became to believe that the Strangler was also the victim of a Nazi slash UFO conspiracy. I didn't know there was a connection you know there. Mm. I think oh, yeah. I think he's right. Well, Nazis in space? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's what like he thought. Like pigs in space? And he believed he was a victim of that conspiracy. Ah. He made himself, uh, he, Chase made himself believe he was reincarnated as one of the younger brothers, uh, bank robbers associated with Jesse James. So Sure, sure. He also began to lose weight and caring for himself. He neglected his personal hygiene, such as bathing, grooming, and brushing his teeth. So this living on his own. Not working out. Nah. He once attacked a man on a city bus who complained about his hygiene. He started choking the man on the bus. The police was called, but no charges were filed. Let's admit the guy was a dick. He stopped eating, and he dropped to a meager weight of 145 pounds. I don't know how tall he was, so... I don't know if that's bigger or not. He was, he was six he, foot eight. He might be getting a lot of his steps in. Yeah, he could have just been fit. Yeah. Plus, he was. I mean, he was eating number lean protein. Yeah, he was eating yeah. lean pitch protein. Pitching smoothies, they're not mm. fattening. No, they're not. On April 26, 1976, his father visited uh, Richard at his apartment and found him extremely ill. Richard was complaining of blood poisoning after injecting some more rabbit blood into his veins. Dude, how did he not learn? On uh, another day in 1977, he called his mother's or he rang his mother's doorbell and greeted her by thrusting a dead cat into her face. Look at it. Nothing says I love you like thrusting mm-hmm. a dead cat into your mother's face. Shoving a shoving dead pussy into mama's I face. I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you wouldn't say it. No, I did yeah. not say yeah. it. He then threw the cat to the ground, knelt down, ripped out the stomach, uh, its stomach open and with his bare hands, stuck his hands inside the cat, and smeared its blood all over his face while yes. screaming incoherently. And his mother still thought he didn't need to be on psych meds. Oh, his mother out. calmly returned into inside the house and did not report the innocent to anyone. Well, well, you know something. You don't want to air, tell. You don't want to air your dirty laundry. Well, you really yeah. don't want to air your dirty laundry. The neighbors will talk. Mm-hmm. It's awful. On August 3rd, 1977, so a few months later, uh, Nevada State Police discovered um, Chase's uh, Ford Ranchero lodged in a sand drift near Pyramid Lake in Nevada. Inside were two rifles, a pile of clothes, a bucket full of blood, and a cow's liver. The officers tracked down Chase, who was not in the car. He was in the road. He was standing naked and screaming in the sand, soaked from head to toe in blood. When questioned, he claimed that the blood was his own and that he had leaked out through his flesh. Police told him to leave. Police just told him to leave the area and he was not arrested. On December 27, 1977, one day after Boxer's Day, Mm -hmm. and what is Boxer's Day, Colonel? That's where you get to walk around all day in the underwear you're choosing, Timmy. On December 27, 1977, Chase filed a 22 handgun into the home of a Sacramento woman. A police search of the woman's home found the slug in her kitchen, but no one was harmed, and once again, no charges were filed. Well, maybe the woman had it coming. Well, I don't know. Well, clearly she did. At least, he didn't, at least he didn't defecate in her kitchen. And, you know, now, <clears throat> think about this. Or urinate in her sink. sink. If you've been living on pigeon smoothies, Ugh. imagine what kind of defecation you're leaving behind. Oh, yeah. It's not, it, it's not a good thing. I wonder if no. you put the bones in and everything. Yeah, I mean, it, you it's have like to have a the ninja feathers. to get that shit. 
This is like having a chicken smoothie. There's I'm feathers sure. in there and whatnot. No, because you can't just go down to Kroger and get pigeon. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can. But. I, I had this friend in, in high school, and I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. But, you know, I hadn't seen him for like a long time. And um, so I looked him up on Facebook, and I sent him a message, say, hey, how you doing? And he sends me back. He gives me his, like, his whole, he sends me, like, an email. I'm saying, you know, how's things been? He sends me, like, an email, like, well, after I graduated high school. I mean, he goes down this whole list of stuff. But anyway, he became president of the local pigeon club. Of course. That was his greatest achievement in life. He Is he still bragged, a sportsman? Yeah. Which, There's a pigeon club. There's a, I think they're called. How roll- are we not there? Yeah. Are, are they call rollers hmm? or something. Roller. I, I call them ballers, Demi. No, I think it's you got your own pigeon club. You are ballers. Shot caller. But I mean, he. I mean, I wrote like three paragraphs on being president of the. And he sent me like pictures of the pigeons. Like homing pigeons. I, I don't know. Just, but, I don't know the but difference. The point is, was he eating the pigeons? No, he wasn't. He, as far as I know, he okay. was not making so the pigeon is, smoothies. I mean, unless he's deboning these little pigeons with their little bitty. Well, no, bones. he wasn't fucked up as Richard Chase. No, I'm, I'm just talking saying about Richard Chase. Oh. So unless he's deboning them or boning them, or boning whatever. Them. Yeah, but I mean, he'd have to be. You'd have to ground those bones up. I don't know. I mean, you'd he, have he to because you're just throwing process. the whole pigeon. Well, yeah, you can. Can you, you gotta buy, get can you buy a boneless uh, pigeon? Hmm? Can you buy a boneless pigeon at yeah. the store? It's no. a Chinese market. You can. You cannot buy a boneless pigeon at the store. You can if you go they to a Chinese place down they there. They wobble. No, you can't. <laughs> Do what? They wobble. Yeah. So on December 29th, 1977, Chase killed his first victim in a drive-by shooting and an apparent warm-up for the crimes he had planned on committing. The victim was Ambrose Griffin, a 51-year-old engineer and father of two, who was helping his wife bring groceries into their house. First of all, I do not want to say anything bad about a victim, but Ambrose is a fucked up name. Mm-hmm. Not it's worse than your middle name that we'll get into later. Maybe not. No, for, it ain't what? worse than our middle name. Oh, you guys are fucking suck. And, you know, Ambrose, I guess, maybe for 1977, that was okay. No, it was no, because he was born. No, wait a minute. He was born in the twenties, right? That's right. So it was I mean, probably Ambrose. fine. He had Ambrose an ascot. He had a, probably had a little. Cane well, he's not that he Fred from with. Scooby-Doo. I mean, my God, Ambrose, Ambrose. Jeez. All right. One of Griffin's sons reported seeing a neighbor walking around their East Sacramento neighborhood with a twenty-two rifle earlier that week. I kind of remember someone walking around with a rifle. The neighbor's rifle was seized, but ballistics tests determined that it was not the murder weapon. However, it was determined that the 22 used to kill Ambrose Griffin was the same one used to file the bullet in the kitchen of a Sacramento woman two days before. On January 11, 1978, so, all right, Chase asked his neighbor for a cigarette, then forcibly restrained her until she gave him the entire pack. Wow, it's fucking eight. Wow. Yeah. She bogarted the whole fucking pack. What a bitch. She she gave him a carton. She gave him a carton next time, I bet. Yeah. On January 19, 1978, Chase was briefly institutionalized again for paranoid schizophrenia, where he complained that his head kept changing shape and that somebody had stolen his pulmonary artery. Motherfucker, I hate when that happens. First of all, you gotta be careful leaving your pulmonary artery laying around. First of all, how do you make that police report? (laughs) What? You know, it's one thing to worry about the knockout game. 
Uh-huh. But now there's Which you clearly have done. And people leaving you in a bathtub full of ice where your kidney gone. Stealing your kidney, yeah. But the motherfuckers now stealing your pulmonary arteries. Yeah, that's kind of and a dick move. They're pricks. Mm-hmm. You know what? But they may just take it because his head keeps changing shapes, and they're just not exactly sure what's going on. Well, maybe on. that's why his head's changing shape. You think? Like, maybe. is this a chicken for the egg kind of thing? Mm-hmm. That's right. why he needed to stay in shape by eating the pigeon smoothies. Yeah. <sighs> Two weeks later, he attempted to enter the home of another woman but finding her doors were locked, went into the backyard and walked away. See, he's polite. <laughs> Chase, well... Not like he kicked the door. Again, down. vampires asked that you are invited in. You have right. to be invited in. Right. He apparently wasn't. So when you, unlock, when you have the door unlocked, it's implied that the invitation is there. See? Yeah. Uh, Chase Lynn. That's just like women, you know, walking around with It's their, not like that at all. <laughs> What's that? Dressing all sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about that, Colonel. Well, <laughs> tread lightly, Colonel. I'm just saying. Very, very lightly. Here's what I, okay. Women have breasts. They women know we have like breasts. breasts. They should take those things down. If they don't, if you want me to look you in the eye, don't have half your titties hanging out. That's all I'm saying. Cover the mammaries up. But you, you, come, you come and talk to a man. You got boobs hanging out all over the place. And then say, oh, he won't look me in the eye. Don't we don't you know, like you're offended? You sh- you flash those things out to the whole world. Well, I, I was at a wedding the other day, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I'm at a wedding. I could not look at the person I was talking to because the person right behind him was a woman in a dress that had her had her memory glands uh, exhibited to the entire in, entire place there, Timmy. So I had to keep, I couldn't even look the person I was talking to in the eye because those memories kept catching my attention. And like, yeah, it's it's just human, it's nature. Mm-hmm. Since the caveman days, we've been looking at boobs. So if you don't, if you want people to look take in the those, eye. Th- take those things down. No, I like them hanging out. I'm just saying don't complain that I ain't looking you in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, boobs. You know, here's the thing. You guys. I managed to talk to you and not look at your dick every day, no matter how many I, times. I can barely do it myself. <laughs> no matter how many times <laughs> you pull it out, I can manage to shake it. you. <laughs> yeah. We got the nicest compliment. I, I want to just stop for a second. We got the nicest compliment. This might be the best compliment we have ever gotten on our podcast. Heather Poole. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Heather posted today. I don't think Heather's ever posted before. Heather, thank you. If she has, if you have, I'm sorry. I've never seen it before. She said, I'm trying to read it here. But anyway, I'll just, I'll just give you the summary of it. She said, she loves our podcast. We're not high as high in the rankings as the other podcasts, but we're kind of like the punk rock of podcasts. <laughs> we're the Sex Pistols of podcasts. Like and we're Sid Vicious. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Heather. That's the nicest thing anyone has ever said. Thank you very much. All right, continue, Brady. Yeah, Sex Pistols of podcasts. I don't you're like Nancy. Nancy. You're Nancy. I you're like, uh, Nancy. well, you're like, uh, uh, what's her name? Courtney Love. I'm Colonel Vicious. It's it, that all of that is bad. <laughs> I was thinking Courtney Love more. said, "What? I don't want to be no. I can't be Nancy. She died. And Courtney Love just feels. I, it's cool. She feels to me like she would probably smell. This bad. is like your office is like CBGBs. It is a little bit like. And give me the heebie-jeebies. It should. I don't know what the hell's in here. All right. All right. Back to Richard T. Chase, the vampire of Sacramento. So this guy goes, tries this woman's door. It's locked. He leaves. Chase later told detectives that he took locked doors as a sign he was not welcome, but that unlocked doors were an invitation to come inside. So it's implied. Well, if you leave your door open, you can't complain if someone walks in and fucking masturbates in your uh, uh, kitchen and pees in or urinates in your sink and defecates in your kitchen uh, trash can, can you, Colonel? No, you can't. Don't complain. So he was down the street. Uh, oh, he's wandering around, and he encounters a girl named Nancy Holden that he went to high school with. He had start, He tried to get a ride from her, but she said, uh, fuck no, and left him. So he went down the street where he broke into the home of a young married couple, stole some of their valuables, urinated in a drawer of their infant's clothes, and defecated on their son's bed. Hmm. Hmm. I bet their son did not like that. Well, he wasn't there. The couple came home while Chase was still in the house. The husband attacked him, but Chase escaped. He continued to attempt to enter homes until he came across the home of David and Teresa Wallen. David was at work. Teresa was three months pregnant and was in the middle of taking out the garbage and thus had left her front door unlocked. An invitation. Well, yeah. Yeah. Come on in. Chase. Come on in and urinate on, in my kitchen sink and defecate on my son's bed. Chase. Where's the, where, where's the weirdest place you ever defecated, Colonel? Weirdest place I ever defecated? Mm. Um, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Well, you think about that. Continue, uh, Brandy. Um... I don't like I don't like defecating in public restrooms. I have a thing against. I'm it. against that too, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Weirdest place I ever peed though was in a tranny bathroom in North Carolina. Where and where? Tranny bathroom in North Carolina. A tranny bathroom. Uh huh. Actually, it wasn't a tranny bathroom. It was the men's room, but they had all these trannies in there, all these fabulous, fabulous uh-huh. drag queens, okay. and so you saw these people in evening gowns lined up at the urinals. Oh, okay. It That's was cool. spectacular. That's cool. Yeah, probably shouldn't have been as spectacular as it was, but I was plowed, so what the hell. Okay. All right, so 
Uh, Chase surprised her in the house and shot her three times, once in the hand and twice in the head, killing her. It was the same gun he used to kill Ambrose Griffin. Chase then dragged her body to the bedroom, raped it post-mortem, while repeatedly stabbing it with the butcher knife. Seems like a lot of work. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if he, he burned some calories. I mean, you're either going to rape or you're going to... I mean, you, you, you know, doing, all, do that, doing all that raping and slashing and mm. eating only pigeon smoothies? Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was raping two hands. No wonder he was down to a meager 145 pounds. Oh, dude yeah, was on, dude was he on was doing aerobicizing. He was aerobicizing. It was like... He was on the Chet Atkins diet. <laughs> the Chet Atkins diet. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. So, no, this is so sad. Yeah, it is sad. He was, it was gruesome. It's so sad. So he's stabbing it with a butcher knife while he rapes it. Then, when he's fit to completion... Uh, he carved the corpse. Open. So you mean he he finished? Looks that way. Good for him. I mean, he is. I don't think to completion needed further explaining. <laughs> well, I know. I feel like our listeners are smart enough that when I, I say that, I just wanted to point it. that out. That at least he got some gratification. I'm just saying, is completion death or orgasm in that scenario? <sighs> Um, if you got somebody down on the ground and you're stabbing them and raping them, completion, is it death or orgasm? Well, they're already dead. Oh, they're already So, unless you stab dead. yourself okay. in the face or something. <laughs> so, anyway. Did he did he uh, relax by having a nice pigeon smoothie afterwards? <laughs> well, when he finished, he carved the corpse open, removed several of her internal organs. I imagine there was a fetus in there somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah, a, she was pregnant. Used a bucket to collect the blood and took it to the bathroom to bathe in it. Ugh. He then sliced off her nipple, which seems kind of odd. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This guy. We're <laughs> <laughs> now getting the. He seems kind of odd. I know. It was okay until he sliced off his nipple. It's all bad. This is the tipping point. <laughs> now, here's, here's the, now you've why? just gone too goddamn far, slicing right. off a nipple. Well, it, you, generally speaking, you <laughs> slice off both nipples or none at all. I maybe mean, you generally do. Maybe you do a twofer for that. No. That's like saying she only sliced off one of your nuts. Well, no, it's a twofer. I disagree. I respectfully it's a bofa. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> Maybe I only got one nut. Yeah. Well, if you're Lance Armstrong, then clearly. And there are people I know. There's a comedian that I hear all the time that got her nipple shot off. So she has one. Got nipple. her nipple shot off? She did. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's not a good look. You got to be a good shot to shoot somebody. Well, and it's off. not a good look. It depends on how. I guess she has a pedal when she gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> Punch buggy. <laughs> all right. It's wrong. Back to Richard uh, T. Chase. So he sliced off one of her nipples, mm-hmm. drank her blood, uh, but he was recycling because he used an empty yogurt container as a drinking glass. Oh, well, good. Um, before leaving, he went into the yard, found a pile of dog feces, and returned to stuff it in the corpse's mouth and throat. Yeah, that is. That's, then again, this is where it gets odd. He had, <laughs> when he went out, he got. Wait a minute, this is feces. where it gets odd. Really? Because you were just ripping on me and nows when this gets well, I mean, odd. He made the point going out and getting some dog feces to bring back. He felt felt the need to put it in the victim's well, mouth. Well, he was done kissing her. Chase. I don't. I'm so grossed out by this. Well, okay. see, if people carry a pooper scooper, he would never have had that. Opportunity. Exactly. Well, 
Chase then again had sex with the corpse. Oh, I bet. hope there was no French kissing. After smearing blood and dog feces on himself, Chase then urinated and defecated on the corpse's face. Then he proceeded again to have sex with the dead body. Uh, I, I'm amazed. I, I'm amazed. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm amazed the guy could pop wood that quickly. Well, I guess if you got a mutilated body and uh, covered with feces, dog yeah. feces it, it's pretty hot. Yeah. I'm just letting that sink in. Yeah, I guess. I'm letting it sink in that you've even made that comment. <laughs> pretty fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> saying it. She might have been yeah. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> she might have been at one point. But clearly now is not that point. Well, you know. I'm, uh, I'm sure she was an attractive lady. Oh. No, this one is kind of sick because, like you said, she was pregnant, I think. Yeah, she was pregnant. Yeah. All right, continue. Fucking think it's funny. Ha ha, guy. No, no, no. Just On January 27th, 1978, Chase committed his final murder, which also qualifies as a mass murder. Yeah, because this is number six. Oh, you know, I hate kids. <laughs> you do hate kids. Well, <laughs> I hate when stuff happens to them because. No, I think you were right sad. the first time. You know, I hate kids. Most kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, he entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Miroth, who was babysitting her 22-month-old nephew, David. Also present in the home was Evelyn's 6-year-old son, Jason, and Dan Meredith, a neighbor who had come over to check on Evelyn. Evelyn was in the bath uh, while Dan watched the children. So she's just that comfortable. She's taking a bath in people's houses. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Uh, Dan watched the children. He went into the front hallway when Chase entered the home. And he was shot in the head at point-blank range with Chase's twenty-two handgun, killing him. Uh, Chase then turned the corpse over, stole Dan's wallet and car keys. Jason ran to his mother's bedroom where Clark fatally shot him twice in the head at point-blank range on the way... Yeah, he's just out, he's out of control. On the way to killing Jason, Chase shot David in the head. Chase then entered the bathroom and fatally shot Evelyn once in the head. He dragged a corpse onto the bed where he simultaneously sodomized it and drank its blood from a series of slices in the back of the neck. Oh, now he's getting into... Yeah, uh, wait wait till you continue, Brandy. This is gross. Medical examiners reported an inordinate amount of semen in the corpse rectum, indicating an unusual amount of ejaculations. See, the boy can pop some wood when, when no one's around or they're dead. Uh, it's, I think it's the pigeon smoothies, Colonel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think as a aphrodisiac of sorts. When Chase had finished, he stabbed her at least a half a dozen times in the anus. Oh. The knife actually penetrate, ended up penetrating her uterus. Yeah. He stabbed her in a series of a violent... A dirty flower stabbing. Yeah. Yeah, ain't nothing worse than that, being stabbed in the ass. <laughs> he stabbed her in a series of vital points on the body, which caused blood from her internal organs to pull into her abdomen, which he then sliced open and drained into a bucket. He then consumed all of the blood. Chase then went to retrieve David's corpse. Yeah, this is where it gets gross. Is it? Is it where we turned the corner here? Just before he banged a pregnant corpse three times covered in dog shit. I can take a pigeon smoothie, but what he does next is just uncalled for. Continue, Brandy. Chase then went to retrieve David's corpse. He took him to the bathroom, split its skull open in the bathtub, and consumed some of the brain matter. Outside, a six-year-old girl whom Jason 
Miroth had a play date with knocked on the door startling Chase. He fled the residence, stealing Dan Meredith's car. The girl alerted a neighbor. The neighbor broke into the home where he discovered the bodies and contacted authorities. Upon entering the home, police discovered that Chase had left perfect handprints and perfect imprints of the soles of his shoes in Evelyn's blood. Chase, meanwhile, took David's corpse home with him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where he chopped off his penis and used it as a straw through which he sucked the blood out of the body. That's fucked up. You got to make the penis. That's the most fucked up thing we've ever discussed on this show. The penis is nature's straw. (laughs) It's nature's straw. Wouldn't you think it would have closed up? It's a crazy straw. Well, no. Not if you actually put a straw. You know how they have those penis, like, big... Cups that you get for bachelorette parties and yeah. things like things. They have a straw. Yeah, in but them. I don't believe that's that about he, that uh, big around. Did that. I think he just used the penis. Well, I don't think I, it closes up. I wonder if he used it to drink his pigeon smoothie. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah, now that's fucked up. You gotta miss that fucked up suck, Yeah, because I would think blood once you die, once you die, the Aretha would, The Aretha does? The Aretha yeah. would or, not the Franklin. You better yeah. respect it. Yeah. Recognize. <laughs> Uh, you better think. Think, yes. I wonder, and you know, I wonder, I guess it wasn't a micro penis. No. We don't, we don't know how well endowed he was, but it might have been a larger uh, straw or it might have been a small straw. Did he take a guy on the bus with him? Or? Well, first of all, I don't think he's drinking a big gulp with it, so it doesn't fucking matter how big it is. He's drinking a pigeon smoothie. <laughs> and well, but it's not in the big fucking but, gulp but, thing. You know, unless you f- prepare those pigeon smoothies just right, mm. it can be kind of uh, yeah. you know, chunky. Thick. Thick. Yeah. Thick, yeah. Look. I already told you people, he was fucking, the bones were in there. That shit can't go, that doesn't go down smooth. All right. Maybe he was using the penis to stir the smooth. Oh, it was a, probably. So like a spoon? Yeah. 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 It was was like a spoon slash straw. You know, that you go to the malt shop, you get a spoon and it's like a spoon and a straw. It's like if you're getting a. The uh, malt shop, Walter Cronkite? No, it's like the slush puppies. You know, you can get it, it's got a little spoon. I recognize what you're saying. He was using it like a. Like a spoon and a fork, he had a door. Spork. He had a door. <laughs> Tork. A dick and a fork. He didn't have a door. He was using it as a fork. No, he wasn't. He was using it as... It was a draw. <laughs> it was a draw, yeah. So... <laughs> you're a dork. Then... Only so he's not done. He's not done. All right. Continue. Then, there's more. And wait. There's more. Then he sliced the corpse open. That cocksucker. Consume. <laughs> That's good work out of you right there. That was nice. Give it to me. Uh, and consumed several internal organs and made a smoothie out of the others, finally disposing of the corpse in a nearby church. You know there's nothing worse than a kidney smoothie. So, wait, so it's all that's... So it's all make them smooth. It's all that's fucking left is just skin? Like, is he just go dump this guy's... That's why I picture like this deflated balloon. Yeah, I got skin. this... Eh, let me try the gallbladder smoothie. <laughs> How you gonna How you gonna give a guy a proper proper burial without his penis? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, the Indians. He might, made, he might have made a penis smoothie. <laughs> he could have. Ain't nothing worse than a penis smoothie. <laughs> well, a penis floppy. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Look how smooth your penis is. Oh my god. And after the Wallen murder, FBI agents Russ Corpego and Robert Ressler were called in to investigate. Bob. Bob. Yeah, now, he Bob. was he was a very famous profiler. He's yeah. written a lot of books. Bob the Profiler. Stuff. 
He's written the same Stalin book. and profiling. Um, <laughs> you know he's Stalin. <laughs> this, uh, I've read his books. He's actually written the same you've book never, five times. No, I have You've never read a fucking book in your life. <laughs> I have read. It's, no, it's amazing how this guy, has. he's written like four different books that all say the same thing with different titles. Yeah. Like inside the mind of a mass. So you're telling us you keep buying them. <laughs> I keep buying them. No, well, yeah. I check them out of the library. So they compiled a profile to kill him. Mm-hmm. They determined that the killer would be tall, malnourished, alone, physically unclean, and most importantly, he would continue to kill. Now, five days after the mass murder, after hearing the FBI so wait, profile, that sounds like any. That sounds like half the people sitting here. Except for me. Well, no, two none thirds of, of the people. None of us are malnourished, actually. So yeah, we're not going malnourished. Ahead. Yeah. Um, five days after this mass murder, after hearing the FBI profile, Nancy Holden contacted police saying she believed Richard Chase could be the killer. Okay. The police went to do a background check on Chase, and when they came across the registration of a kept twenty-two caliber semi-automatic pistol. Detectives and a team of police went to Chase's apartment where they asked to speak with him. How many are in a team? Um, it depends. Okay. Where you at? I, but I believe this was four. Okay. Chase refused. The detectives in the there police, is no I in team. <laughs> there is no I. But Chase said no. Fuck that. I'm not talking to you. So teamwork team, makes the dream work. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Now you made me lose my spine. Sorry, Colonel. Chase refused. He said, no, I'm not talking to you, Mr. Policeman, which is always, listeners, this is always your best bet. Give him some advice. When the police show up to talk to you, don't answer any questions. The police are not your friend, okay? They're looking for a reason to put you in a detaining cell, feed you bologna sandwiches. Offer them a pigeon smoothie. Uh, Yeah. Become their friends. Or a dick straw. But the detectives, these were smart detectives, Timmy. What what did they do? They hid down the hallway and waited for Chase to leave, arresting him when he left. That that great of a plan. Well, I'm not really sure why they didn't uh, arrest him then if they was going to arrest him, but they arrested him when he left the apartment carrying a blood-stained box. Mm -hmm. His parka and shoes were likewise blood-stained. Inside were pieces of shredded, blood-soaked wallpaper and a blood-stained twenty-two, which he had committed the murders with. Chase claimed that the bloody wallpaper and bloody gun were a result of his killing several dogs. Hmm. When the police performed a search of uh, Chase's person here, they found that he was carrying Dan Meredith's wallet. Now, detectives, along with Russell and Vorpego, performed a search of Chase's apartment. They found on the floor, ceiling, refrigerator, and all of Chase's eating and drinking utensils soaked in blood. On the counter was the blender Chase used to make his smoothies. It was caked in coagulated blood and the rotting matter of internal organs. Inside the refrigerator... Yeah, taste. Yes, inside the refrigerator, police found the Dama casserole <laughs> of several animal body parts wrapped in aluminum foil. That's not true. David's brains in a Tupperware container. Uh, come on, get to the... No, back. David's brains were in a Tupperware container. Oh, okay. You wrote it? You wrote the fucking thing. How do you... <laughs> how can I be making... Look, I'm working on like seven scripts at one time. I can't remember <laughs> half what I'm talking about with these stories. I can't... I'm like a week ahead. Go ahead. Continue. And pieces of his body in saran wrap. Seven... And several... That will of keep it fresh. Evelyn, Mirath, and Teresa Wallen's internal organs. Now, 
On another counter were several peck collars. That son of a bitch. While in interrogation, Chase was interviewed by two psychiatrists, displaying no expressions of remorse, guilt, fear, anything. Yeah. And he described the crimes in a very concrete manner. So on March 24th, the body of David Ferreira was found in a cardboard box, penisless, in a vacant lot between the church and the supermarket. The poor bastard never did get his penis back. On January 2, 1979, the murder trial of Richard Chase opened. Chase pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, but both psychiatrists and the prosecution said he was sane. And you know why? And and, and this is fucked up. And I don't feel, I mean, I know he was crazy and he killed a lot of people and it was awful, the things he did. But this guy, if there was ever a case where someone is insane, that's obviously this guy. I would say so. But, uh, well, you know, now it's, it's almost impossible to, you know, to be found. On the, uh, uh, well, he stood trial on six counts of murder. In order to avoid the death penalty, the defense tried to have Chase found guilty of second-degree murder. The case hinged on his history of mental illness and his lack of planning. On May 8th, the jury found him guilty. If you fail to plan, you fan, plan to fail. Plan to fail. They found him guilty on six counts of... First degree murder. The trial lasted four months, and the jury only deliberated for five hours. But you know what? His mom's not. It's not like he can be rehabilitated either, though. No, I, you know, I, I perfectly agree with that. I, I mean, think he, he should be, be put away for the rest of his life. I just don't think he should be getting the death penalty because he's obviously incapacitated. Well, he's but nuts. he's obviously not. He can't. You know, he can't be. He didn't take his meds. He didn't. Put, no, no, no. I, I, I'm saying put, put him, him down like a lame no, horse. Nah, I say put, I him, say put him down. Put I say him down. Put, put him, him down. away. Put down. him down. But no, he, he, no, got, put he him can down. control that. Down, down. No, if I got a dog that's stabbing me in the asshole with a knife, I'm putting put him, him in a cell, give him a my peck off and drinking. I, I, if I see Rudy over at his water bowl drinking his water through my penis, he's going down. That's all I'm saying. So, anyway. Prick. <laughs> the defense asked for a clemency. They put him on death row in San Quentin. Mm-hmm. The defense asked for a clemency hearing in which a judge determined that Chase was not legally insane. Chase was sentenced to die in the gas chamber. Having difficulties with medications, Chase was sent to Vacaville State Hospital. He was returned to death row. Waiting to die, Chase became a feared presence in the prison. Mm. He would walk around with his blender, and other inmates would quake in their boots. Well, I think it, he was a target, probably, as well. Yeah. Now, even gang members, aware of the graphic and bizarre nature of his crimes, feared him. And according to prison officials, they often tried to convince Chase to commit suicide. Exactly. <laughs> Too fearful to get close enough to him to kill him, him themselves. Would he be Chase sending was, notes or something? I don't know. Why don't you take these sleeping pills? Now, he was granted some interviews with Robert Ressler, who was writing another of his same books. The same uh, book that you keep buying yeah, over right. and over During which he spoke of his fears of Nazis and UFOs. Now, who ain't afraid of Nazis and UFOs? Seems perfectly rational. Because both of you know what the Nazis and the UFOs got in common? What? They will anal probe you, Timmy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm opposed to anal probing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've I, I, and, and I, I've been pretty. You got to admit, Brandy, I have been pretty 
uh, steady in my convention. You've been steady. That's been a consistency with you. Mm, that you're yeah, I oppose it. Uh, and cheese. Well, now, cheese. my question is... Yeah, I, oh, I'm a part of the anti-cheese coalition. Yeah, so my so. question is, which do you hate more, anal probing or cheese? Well, I don't look at it as either or. I look at the both of them are the, the, uh, the different sides of the same coin. You've got your anal probing, which is bad. And you got your cheese, which is bad. So I don't think you can say it's like saying which is worse, you know, um, uh, a murder or uh, uh, rape. You know what I okay, mean? Let me, the same, the same let me thing. ask you this: Which Both would you consider evil. worse? Okay, a hard cheese or a hard anal probing? Well, if 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 force, if it was like a force choice. <laughs> yeah. Myself, yeah. it depends on what kind of cheese. A hard cheese. Somebody got my a hard name. cheddar. A hard cheddar. Fuck cheddar. Hard I, cheddar. I can't take cheddar, so you know. You're gonna go with the hard anal. I probing. have to go with the anal probing because no, a hard anal probing, Timmy, not a regular anal probing, but well, a hard well, anal what other kind are they? <laughs> what is general loving anal probing? Somebody got my middle name. Okay, well we can discuss that in a minute. But right now we're talking about. Somebody did. We're talking uh, about anal where, where probing. Diane. Okay. Uh, I know. I'm, I don't want to talk about anal probing. It all makes, right, all right. It makes my butt hurt. Okay. I have to clench. All well, right. I, you just... I can only clench so hard. Well, I feel the same way about cheddar cheese. in the rectum five times with a knife and... Okay, yeah, you right. continue, Colonel. She doesn't have the script. You do. Well, he was afraid of Nazis. He thought there was a... So anyway... On the day after Christmas in 1980, one day short of the third anniversary of the killing spree, a guard looked in on Richard Chase, a guard doing cell checks, found him lying awkwardly on his bed, not breathing. Yeah, that's always a bad sign. The vampire of Sacramento was dead. Oh, that's so sad. Well, in the middle of the night, apparently, somebody had uh, snuck into his cell. Mm-hmm. This is um, you're making this up. Stuffed his mouth with garlic. I remember. Shoved the steak I, re- in I remember this podcast well enough. This script well enough to know you're making that up because I know what he did. Okay, the coroner was called. They searched his cell and located a strange suicide note about taking some pills. Chase had been taking a daily dose of Cinequan for hallucinations and depression, which actually I've taken Cinequan before. It's a shocking, pretty potent drug. Um, are there, are there any psych meds for God? <laughs> well, Jesus you know, I, you got to remember, Timmy, I, I was diagnosed with depression before Prozac. Yeah. So one yeah, of the, You and mental illness go way back. Oh, yeah. Well, the mental health system has clearly worked for Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've learned how to make it. He's well adjusted. So, uh, yeah, there's nothing, nothing wrong with me. Um, so, anyway, Cinequan is a. It's I tell a you why, you may be fucked up in every way. But it does wonders for you as a podcaster. <laughs> it does. It, uh, it, it is further I mean, my podcasting career. Everybody in your family's dead. <laughs> I mean, you, your, your mom dies of the cancer. <laughs> your dad kills himself. Your brother dies of ALS. You have this sad, pathetic little life. You're you're <laughs> you're out of you're out. You're depressed. You're psychotic. <laughs> you, you're you're, you're <laughs> schizophrenic. But I'm not schizophrenic. Damn it, you're a good podcaster, I'm man. I'm not schizophrenic. Now I took a. <laughs> <laughs> but we should say, just because someone's schizophrenic doesn't mean they go around killing people. It's just in this example, this guy did. Well, actually, paranoid schizophrenics—they say schizophrenics are the most dangerously mental ill people. But if they're on their paranoid med- schizophrenics, yeah, but they're, if they're on their meds, they can they can be you yeah. Know, they can normal be. schizophrenics are not dangerous. Um, paranoid schizophrenics are they're hard to free dangerous. because it's hard to get, gain their trust. Well, and. They, when they get into their head that you are after them, they become you, you. 
they become a danger to you. Yeah. Next because thing you it's self-defense. Next thing you know, you're just drinking pigeon smoothies. Well, the next, no. The next, if, yeah, you got a knife up your ass and somebody's eating your liver. Mm-hmm. Continue, Colonel. Um, well, anyway, he took all this Cinequan at one time and died. Um, his heart was found to be normal and in good shape, despite his li- lifelong concerns. So he was... <laughs> isn't it ironic that his uh, his uh, concern about his heart, he didn't have nothing to worry about all that time? Sort yeah. of like you and your gallbladder. Pretty much. We rushed Pretty to much. the, rushed well, to rushed the rushed ER, to ER. Yeah. yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah, sweating and praying to sweet Je- sweet baby Jesus that I make it just through one more hour. Uh-huh. And your doctor's rolling his eyes. Yeah. yeah. There's a muscle spasm in my back. So yeah. anyway. Got the spasm. In 1992, a movie called Unspeakable, um, which really should be the devil's middle name instead mm-hmm. of what we got, mm-hmm. um, was made based on Chase as a model for the killer. His case is still used by the FBI as the model for understanding the disorganized killer. Yeah, he was a disorganized, what they would call a disorganized killer. Yeah, organized killers, they they carry label makers around with them. Um, They're little OCD. Yeah. Yeah, he was just fucking nuts. (laughs) They carry Sterilite in their cars. (laughs) Well, no, you know, an interesting one was Ted Bundy, who went from being a a very organized serial killer. Mm Mm-hmm to being a disorganized serial killer when he killed those girls down at the um, sorority house right. down in Florida. So that's what we have about the vampire. Okay, Brandy, what's your final thoughts on Richard T. Chase, the vampire of Sacramento? He's nasty. He nasty. nasty. He a nasty cocksucker. But you gotta realize you got you gotta like the pigeon uh, smoothies. Uh. You got you know you're gonna go. Not home when and try you're it. drinking them through. Gonna, she, she's gonna go home and try it. Hmm? She's gonna go home and try it. Drinking blood? No pigeon smoothie. No, that makes me want to gag just thinking about it. So no, I will not. All right. Okay, but if you had, okay, let's just say this is just I'm throwing for, this for, out there. For, forced choice. Um, you got. Do you like the UDF chocolate malts? I do. Okay, you know how good that. I would not put pigeon in it though. Not pigeon or cheeseburgers. Would you drink one through a dick? Wow, I don't know. Yeah, That's see? a tough one. It depends yeah. on whose dick it is. It does a little, and no, you know what? And I'll tell you why. I would not because I feel like all of the the stuff that travels through there tends to have like, like a... Like through the urethra? Yeah, it tends to have like a bleachy, chlorine kind of taste. It would ruin the taste. It would ruin the taste of my milkshake. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. Well, okay. Fair enough. See, a sterilized... How about you? Would you no. do that? I, I'm not a big fan of shakes. I'm not a big fan of penises. Okay. <laughs> Brandy is going now to... Seem like you're a I like my own penis. Yeah. I like my own penis for a well, while. We're, yeah. we're, we're on good terms, but I just don't like... You know, let's face it. Men are gross. We've talked about this before. Men are gross. What is hot is lesbian softball players who hit home runs and they, they the batter, you know, the the batter on deck circle comes they kiss home on, Yeah, uh, they French they, kiss on home plate. Yeah. yeah, after the batter touches home plate. I That's don't hot. remember when that happened. No, I, it happens all the time. I like when they, My you know, how, like when we play baseball, a guy made a good play, walked by, he kind of whacked him on the butt mm-hmm. a little bit. But I like how when they when they make an error, yeah, they touch each they other. They take vagina. them in the no, they tap what? them on the butt, <laughs> and then they spank them, Timmy. They spank them real hard in the dugout. Yeah, right? they get that little they feel that their, ball. You their butt gets a little red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, what do you think about that, Brandy? 
<laughs> okay, so Brandy's now is going. We have a winner in the guest Brandy's middle name contest. We do have a winner, and you're going to announce the winner is. No, I lost her name. Okay. Fuck's sake. Now, now, okay, Colonel, give out the shout outs while she's. While she okay, let's it. see who we got here. We got Jessica Williams, mm-hmm. who. Uh, who always never fails to come up with some kind of Jessica, what's up? Horrible sexual double entendre. Mm-hmm. Um, Teresa Slavens. Teresa. Jennifer and Linda. Um, new yeah. listener, Steve Fallbush. Steve, um, I, yeah, he, he's been, I think he's been on our page for a while. Jahara, only because her dolphins took a beating so bad last oh, I'm night. I'm sorry, Jahara. Um, is a very nice lady. She is. She's Tasha. great about developing a penis when she turns 40, though. But I, I, her, I tried she, to tell her. She has nothing to worry about. It's just, yeah, it's just a small eruption. You just notice a little bit of it first. Wipes. Amber Scoville and Elise. The Tiffinator, whose Bo plays tonight. Hopefully Bo does really well tonight. Yeah. Um, the whole Trowbridge family. Um, they probably gained like 750 yards oh. or something. Yeah. Patty Wooten. Patty. Angie Cobbs, Jennifer Barnes, Mike Birdsell in Sydney, and Wonder. Wonder Dog. Carlos Perez. Carlos, he's new to our page. Yes, he is. Christine Bourgeois. Yeah, I worry about Christine during the revolution. I think they're, they're going to uh, put, you know, put her in the guillotine. Put some to your head. Yeah. Um, Let's see who we got. We got. Uh, if I had, you know, I might want to change my name to Bourgeois just so I sound French. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Tim Bourgeois. How's that sound? It does not sound. It's not it's what I would like. No. What if I change my name to John? It's spelled G E A N. Like Jean? Yeah. John. No, you would just be Jean. Then you just. John Bourgeois. Nah. Like, you know what? I think I'm like. You do like Tim Shady, man. Jean Valjean. Tim Shady. I like Tim Shady. I like Tim Shady. Tim Shady. I think I might go with Jean Paul, the Reverend Jean Paul Colonel. The Reverend Colonel Jean Paul. I'm not adding Charles any more fucking Beauregard. titles to your name. No. no, I'm just thinking about. It. I'm thinking. Let's let's talk that one after the show. Fallon, how you doing? Or never. Fallon, new to our page. And Thank Kate you. McCartney, McCarthy, get all excited about a shout out. Kate is a friend of ours, so um, we're going to give you another Thanks one. Thanks for anyway. listening, Kate. Andy Volley, Donna Curran. Angie Song. Now remember this, Angie. I gave you the damn shout out, not the devil. All right. Give it. I was there. Hmm. I was here. You I guys just played on the same softball team. That's oh all. Oh my god. Um, we got who? Hopefully, we're going to meet. Nothing at the, wrong with that. At the true crime. Uh, yeah, we're thinking about going to the crime convention. When is it? It's July 9th. 10th and 11th in Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis. In town. Ali and Charlie are going to be there, so I'm giving a shout out to Think, them. Thinking sideways Hopefully folks are going to be there, so we're going to try to go. So if you'd like to meet us, um, make plans on coming to that in July of 2017 in Indianapolis. We'll put something about it. Brittany Chacon. Brittany, Brittany Chacon. Not Chacon. Yeah, not Chacon. And Chris Bond. Gene Bond. Bond. William Trox. It's a new uh, new tour page. Okay. Stephanie Quick. Stephanie out there in Cali. Um, and Beverly's not been feeling good. I'm uh, getting to her. Well, not fast enough. Nicola. 
Cole Reed. Counselor, Jennifer Burdick. Counselor. How you doing, Jennifer? Shannon. Shannon Rossett out there. Love Shannon. And uh, we still need a picture from Sarah Spaghetti um, uh, to see how she has transformed her hair from her. From not having a blow dryer? Yeah. She's moved past it, I can assure you. Well, I just want to see if there was any long-term damage. <laughs> no <only> long-term damage. <laughs> comes from listening to this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Um, of course, um, the the lovely Lady Beverly, who's having having some issues. Yeah, we're thinking about we're you, thinking Beverly. thinking about you. Um, Celine. Celine, of course. Mary Ray. Should I repeat these, or are you just no, shouting I'm just, out? Uh, you get a shout-out. I'm shouting. Yeah, I got Jennifer and Linda. Okay. Tasha. Did I get Tasha? Laura O'Reilly. Laura O'Reilly. I forgot about Laura. See? I don't have her on my list here. See? Jahara. Got Jahara. Okay. We All probably right. missed some of them. And Larry, uh, Jeff Chestnut. Oh, Jeff Chestnut had the best picture ever on that was little it? thread. He was some... Dottie. Hold on. Okay. They were posting the... Remember they were posting all the oh, selfies? Pictures. Yeah. Because you were a dick. So, so, so to explain this, we have, a, we have a Facebook page, a Facebook group called History Dweebs the Podcast. Everyone that we're talking about here posts on there. We interact. So if you would like to join us, just ask to join History Dweebs, the podcast group, and um, you'll get to know all these zany, zany people. Well, Timmy mentioned, Timmy mentioned how, and I agreed, that really we have that an inordinate yeah. number of beautiful women. beautiful women on this page. Tasha. And, Tasha and Katya. Speaking mm. of beautiful women, yeah. Tasha mm. and Katya. Well, so you guys have all this, but then the men got like... They got your feathers ruffled a little bit. First of all, I said that we had a, but a lot of good-looking men on this yeah. page. So then they start well, posting. I, it's, I'm just saying men in general are pretty ugly. Well, no. Not not just on our page, just men across the no, board. No, their wieners are. But, you know, oh, they too. look good. Most of, Shut up. You, you're not a girl. Speak quiet. I know. But I said that most I'll men do, do some on our page, we've got some very handsome men on our page. handsome bastards. In. But Jeff Chestnut... Posted a picture of himself as a minotaur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was my favorite thing no. in the world. Angelo and Kenny Rose. Angelo. Shout- and here's one guy, Larry. Well, I'm going to give him a shout-out because Larry posted a selfie. I saw that. The, Larry looks like a guy that would show up saying you owe his boss money yeah, at your house. maybe. He's not a guy that you want showing up at your house, it looks to me like. Um, um, but, so, so anyway, but all very handsome guys. Yes, they are. They are. All Those right. are dirty old men. I just don't, I'm just not attracted to men. So. Well, you know. I, I, okay. I have to admit I was attracted to a couple of them. <laughs> It's well, not surprising. <laughs> and so, when but would you out of their <laughs> straw? I, no. I would not use the penis to their, drink a malt. Would you rip no, off their I would not rip off okay. the penis and do it for a pigeon smoothie. Yeah. So the other big thing on our page has been, what is my middle name? Yeah, I don't remember how this became a thing. Well, you have a fun. Well, is. first of all, it, you t- when, we, when we got to know each other, it took me like a year because you wouldn't tell me. It took me a year to figure it out, which was fun for me. Yeah, it was torture for me. But Tell you have us. a fucked up middle name. But tell let's first of all before you disclose it. How did you get your middle name? Well, first of all, me and my other brother that is not Casey. I have another brother who has a fucked up middle name, and we can use our middle names at bars to get free drinks because nobody ever ever Guess definitely it. never gets my brothers, and they certainly don't get mine very often. Now Diane uh, Cordy Trowbridge here, mm-hmm. she guessed it. 
which is impressive. Because it I, is. I believe that she's been the only person below these 42 years I've been on this earth that has ever guessed it. And your middle name is? My middle name is Vinay. V-E-N-N-A. That's a fucked up name. It was my grand... V-E-N-N... That's Vena. Well, yeah. it's got a little thing on the end. No, oh, you don't okay. get to use one of those little things. You're not oh, I Hispanic. Little, I got a little thing. You don't get to use that. The French use well, it too. Renee uses it. Renee yeah. has one on her name. Now, yeah, but Renee I is got it. From, I got it. I was named after my <laughs> grandmother, who was un, who was taken from us before her time. She was murdered. Your grandmother was. was murdered. All right, what? Tell us about your the grandmother murder. was murdered. Yeah, tell us that story. She was. She was uh, working. She was a cocktail waitress. She was remarried. She was working as a cocktail waitress when I met when you met her. No, oh. I never met her, unfortunately. But she, um, she was. Oh, you didn't meet her, your grandmother. No, she died before I was born. Okay. She died many a year ago, and I don't know the whole story. All I know is that she um, was. She was working at a. She was working at some cocktail bars. She was a waitress, and she got off work. And the next morning, um, she was found dead in a ditch outside of a school. um, And all of her clothes, I think, were folded up in the back seat of her car. And if I'm remembering right, she was run over by her own car. But I don't know if I'm remembering that right. Did they ever catch the person who did it? Nope. It is an unsolved mystery and date. Something that Insight could do. It is, but... uh, There's not a lot of information. There's no information on it. Do you know what year it happened? Uh, it happened in the 60s because when, when my dad was still in school. 1960s. So yeah. your dad was still at home when it happened? Um, my grandparents had gotten divorced and some of them were living. Okay. They were scattered. There's um, four of them and they're like scattered. They got scattered everywhere. Oh, well, that's a tragic story. So her name was? Her name was Venna. Venna. And that's, um, that's the name was of you. Scott and then it was Johnson. Okay. So... Uh, so, well, that's quite a story, Brandy. It well, you know, it would be if I could remember more details, but yeah. it's it's been a big deal. My dad doesn't my dad doesn't talk about no, it. It's it, kind of like Vietnam. My dad doesn't talk about it. Nobody yeah. really talks about it. So, so yeah. you were named in her honor. I was named in her honor. Okay, so we're going to give a big shout out, special shout out to. I already did. Diane Cordy Trowbridge, who guessed it correctly. She guessed it correctly. I think it was probably by accident. But she did guess yeah, it correctly. Yeah. Great. So thank you, Diane. Okay, uh, Colonel, uh, you have any final words? No, well, I just don't think that it's natural to drink a smoothie through a dick, Timmy. Hey, what about pigeon smoothie through a dick? A pi- I'm going uh, to try the pigeon I gotta, smoothie. I, I think that might be... Renee has told I think, me. I think it's nutritious. I think it's gamey. Renee has told me... Well, what's the difference between to eat and a pigeon smoothie and eating a pigeon? I don't want to do either one of those things. You guys don't eat pigeons? Pigeons just a rabble. Never mind. I don't even eat chicken. Never mind. I'll I'll eat the chicken. All right, Colonel. Any final thoughts, Colonel? Not live. I will no. I have no thoughts whatsoever. Okay, good. On this. Brandy, where can people find <laughs> us? He has no thoughts. They can find us on Facebook. Yes, we. Have I think two. we should dedicate. Hold on, I do. Oh, Jesus! I think we should Christ. dedicate this show to Brandy's dead grandmother, since she's finally got a dead relative, Venna. Let's oh, God rest her soul. Believe me, Sweet D is marching her way to the pearly gates (laughs) sooner rather than later. That's why I hate to hear that. Well, and it will be horrible and awful, but it's it's coming. She's 
Sweet dude. Because I think if, if she doesn't die of natural causes, somebody, your grandma, your, somebody may push her down the stairs. Your grandmother is... How my old? grandmother is 88. And, and she suffers from dementia. She, yeah, she's yeah. got some dementia. I, you know, my stepfather, I've, I've noticed, and he's 84, and I've noticed in the last year or so, I will call him up, ask him how he's doing, and he will... He's from Tennessee, and he'll say, well, well, hell, boy, how you been? I ain't heard from you in forever. I said, well, well we just, uh, I talked to you Thursday, all right? No, I said. Yeah, and he, he can remember, and, and he's starting to tell me the same a long story. Time ago and, and the thing is, he's starting to tell me the same story every time I talk to him, the yeah. same story. And uh, so it, it's a shame. And, and then I think, man's 85 years old. He's pretty healthy. I hope I'm just not. Well, I don't see myself making 85 years old. No, no, you'll never make it. Unfortunately, my mother remembers every fucking thing I've ever said (laughs) in my whole life. Brandy, where else can people find? So they can find us on Facebook at History Dweebs, the podcast, and History uh-huh. Dweebs, the Facebook page where we post real history stuff. But yes. History Dweebs, the podcast, if you want to interact with us, where yes. else can they find us? Find us on iTunes. iTunes. Please leave us a review. It's the hardest thing for us to get a review, although we just got a very nice one from Dayton. So for the person who left that, thank you very much. From Dayton, Ohio, who left us a review. Where else can people find Yay. us? Can we stay f- still find us on Twitter? Yes, we're at History Dweebs 1. We're getting a lot of retweets there from Potter and family. We thank you all for that, um, for doing that. Karen retweets us, we t- retweets us a lot. And, and Fatboy. Fatboy Slim? No, it's not Fatboy Slim, just Fatboy. Oh. Um, and we can you still find us on Stitcher? And Stitcher and, and almost any of the uh, podcast apps, your favorite podcast apps. Okay, we're going to get out of here. It's the weekend. So we hope all of you have a good weekend, and we'll see you all again real soon. Next, check us out next time on History Dweeds. Good day, listeners. Word. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.